always tell people, the moment God is true with you, no one can keep you alive. The only reason you are still alive is because God is not true with you. Am I speaking to someone? And if God is not true with you, that means that there are things that God still wants to do with you. And whether you know it or not, before you enter, many things we are doing, God is always ahead. He already has prepared what he will prepare. It's not when you are praying that God will not think of what to do. It's just that the things that have been prepared, they have not manifested. I'm not speaking to someone. And there are things that we need to do to see the manifestations of the things that are already there. Am I speaking to someone? So it's not now that you are fasting or you are praying that God will now start thinking of what to do. There are things that are already, but people still are missing it out. Am I, am I speaking to someone? Yes, sir. But I want to believe God that you will not, you know, you not enter into this year, stroll through the air empty-handed and miss out on the things that are prepared. And the things that are prepared, wherever they are, they will show up. Amen. They will show up. But you see, there are some things that won't show up and there are some things that won't happen until you are prepared for them. Tell somebody, prepare for your showing. Oh yes, there is a preparation. I'll tell you, I'll tell you. And you see a few scriptures we will look at. And I pray great will be the company of the people that will publish this word. This word. This word. When I say publish it, it's not just only talking about it. But there will be the people that will be the signposts, the testimonials, the results that people will say, these are the signs of the word. They have published the word by what has happened in their life. Am I speaking to someone? Luke chapter 1 verse 80. Luke chapter 1 verse 80. I want you to see what the word says here. And we're beginning to see a few things. I'll quickly run through. The Bible says, the Bible was speaking here concerning John. Concerning John, the Bible says, and the child grew. And what happened? And walked strong in spirit. And was in the desert till the day of his showing unto Israel. Now listen, before he was even born, there was a game plan. There was something that had been prepared. That this was what this guy was going to be. And this was what this guy was going to do. But guess what? He didn't enter into it like that. Because to enter into it for his showing to comfort... There was a preparation. Tell somebody prepare for manifestation. Because you know, so you can stay here and be praying all day. I mean, I have no disrespect for prayer. But having done what we should do, prayer is one of those things that needs to be done. But there are things that need to also come along to enable us manifest. And it must go beyond a cliche or a slogan. It must go. First of all, what does it mean to manifest? Because I believe in breaking down words. Sometimes you may be saying the same word, but it means different things to different people. What does it mean to manifest? To manifest simply means to show up. Are you with me? And to show up, not in an unclear way, in a very clear way. When something is so clear, you say it is very manifest. 
Am I making sense to someone? What does it mean to manifest? You know, to manifest, you know, is to be evident, to be obvious. You know, I tell people, I say, when there's money, it, it has a way of announcing itself. You don't need to talk. When, when money is there, it has, it has its own way of speaking. Am I speaking to someone? Yeah, it is obvious. <laughs> you know, there are some things that they, they, they have a way they announce themselves. You know, when they say something has manifested, it means it is apparent. It is apparent. It's so it's there. You can see it. It's plain for everyone to see or to hear. That's when they're talking about something manifesting. There are things you're talking about. You don't talk about them again when they are manifest. Am I speaking to someone? Yes, sir. They have a way they speak and they announce. When the glory of God shows up, you don't talk about it. Moses didn't go and start telling them and carrying glory. No, they saw him and they couldn't look into his face because he was carrying glory. Am I speaking to someone? It's manifesting. It is speaking. It is declaring itself. I pray for somebody here. When you begin to manifest, it is people who will be announcing it. In the name of Jesus. So when we're talking about manifest, so now I look through scriptures, I found that at least there are three fundamental areas we can look and talk about manifestation. Number one, Hebrew, you know, Romans chapter 8, 19 talks about the earnest, you know, you know, desire and the expectations of creature waiting for the earnest, you know, the manifestations of the sons of God. That means that creature, or we could even say creation, is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. That means that, you know, and, and even this day that we live, a lot of people say, yes, don't you know, I'm a Christian, I'm born again, I'm older. But people can't see it. They don't see. In fact, many unbelievers cannot see the difference between them and you. Hello? And the Bible is saying, the creation needs to see the manifestation of the sons of God. And what does it mean to be a son of God? What does it mean to be able to manifest sonship? It's so important. As a Christian, it's not enough to be born again. It's not enough to just be a normal Christian. There is a place that is called the place of sonship. I want you to know it is not something that just happened like that. There is, you can be a child of God. You see, if you look through scriptures, you find out that when it came to the time a child is born, it is the angels that go out to announce it. Whenever a child is born, it's a thing of joy. But whenever a child becomes a son, it is a thing of pride to the father. Because there's a difference between being a child and being a son. Am I making sense to someone? In fact, scriptures prove it. When Jesus was born, angels went to announce it. It was a thing of joy. There was joy, yes. But as he grew into sonship, and today, mark this word for manifestation that must be growing. Are you with me? Yes, sir. That's why there is a place of preparation for manifestation. 
If you are not prepared, your showing can come forward. Until he was 30 years. And until he had gone to fulfill all righteousness. The Bible says, as he came out of the place of baptism, the heavens over him opened. And God himself spoke and said, this is my beloved son. First time in whom I am well pleased. He was a child, but now he was operating in the position of sonship. And guess what? His ministry started then. Because it was the setting for manifestation. Amen. Are you with me? It was what? The setting for my... Until you come into the place of sonship, certain things don't manifest. Oh, it was the same with John. John was in the desert. That place was the place of preparation. The word had been declared, the word had been spoken, what he would do, how he would do things, but nothing was happening. Went into the desert. Luke chapter 1 verse 80. The Bible tells us while there he walked strong in the spirit. And then things began to happen. Guess what? People ran to meet him in the wilderness. Why? Things were manifesting. Am I making sense to someone? You see, I don't want you to go through the year with slogans and cliches that don't perform. I want you to have understanding that will help you to receive the word that God has given his servant. Hold it dearly to heart and be one of those people that will publish it by the results that will come out of it. Is somebody getting some understanding. The first one I said was manifestations of sons. The second one that I want to bring your attention to is the manifestation of the spirit. The manifestation in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 7. You see scripture talking and you see there are many gifts that are lying dormant. And the truth of the matter is that every man who has, you know, has received Christ, received the spirit of Christ. And this spirit walking in each and every one of us is meant to cause us to be more than ordinary. When the scripture is saying in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20, you know, and that God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly far above what we are able to ask, think, or even imagine. By what? By what? Where? Where is the power? Where is it? In us. That means in you, there is a deposit. But there's, there's no manifestation yet. But the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit where with with her. There are things in you that are deposited for your profit. But the manifestation is not obvious. Am I making sense to someone? So there is also in a season like this a time for the manifestation for of the spirit praise god and the third one of course scripture talks of again talking about 
the manifestation of the truth. The manifestation of the first Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2. But I only focus on the manifestations of songs this evening and random, you know, because I know our time is, is far gone. The, 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 the fourth one, second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2. But have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God, but by the manifestation in the end, end times that we are living in now, there's all kind of craftiness, deceitfulness, game playing, even in the house of God. That every man needs to know the truth, hold to the truth to see the manifestation of the truth. The truth that commends ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. Am I speaking to somebody? Time won't permit me to go into all of this, but let's just stay on the manifestation of songs. Because you and I, as many are, the Bible says in John chapter 1, verse 12, it says what? <laughs> as many as received him, as many as believed in him, he gave unto them, you know, the power to become the sons of God. Huh? You know, to them that believed on his name. So, it takes power to be the son of God. To be son. And when we say son here, please, I like the ladies and the women to know that, you know, it's a generic word here. It bodes for sons and daughters. So, it's not only for male. <laughs> Praise God. It's so important. I clarify that point. But as many, as many as received him, to them he gave the power to become. Because God's desire is that and why power? Because the songs that operate with power. Children don't operate with any power. Am I making sense? But to be able to operate as a son, you need what? You need power. That's why Jesus told them, tarry in Jerusalem. Wait until what? The Holy Ghost is come upon you. And then you will receive power. That will help you to be able to be witnesses. You can't walk this walk without power. Are you with me? You need power to manifest. That's why there's a place of preparation. And there are things that are deposited when a person knows how to prepare. One of the first things we've gone through is meant to be a time of preparation. But whether people took it serious, they walked with it, is another thing entirely. Praise God. Romans chapter 8 verse 14. Let's look at it. Let's just establish a few things. And then I'll make the point I want to make. Romans chapter 8 verse 14. What does the scripture say? In fact, I'd like us to begin to read from maybe verse 12. Let's, let's begin to read from verse 12. Romans chapter 8. I will commend this scripture. You know, pastor on Sunday was sharing from that scripture. He touched just on verse 2, but I commend the whole of Romans chapter 8. It's very, very important. Because we go further, when talking about the manifestation, it's in verse 19. But it's good to know where we are coming from and know what led to all the things we are saying and talking about. 
Now, therefore, brethren, we are debtors, not to the flesh, but what? But to live after the flesh. Not to live after the flesh. For if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye, through the spirit, you find out that really you can't be a son if you don't become spiritual. I'm telling you. Sonship is not for babies. There's a difference between a, a child and a baby. And some people have remained baby Christians for a long time. Some people are children for a long time, even though they've been in church. That's why when we begin to talk about sonship, we're talking about growing up. That's why even for John and for Jesus, if you read Luke chapter 180, he said, and the child grew and worked strong in the spirit before the time of his showing. If you look at Luke chapter 2 verse 40, the Bible will also tell you, and Jesus grew. Luke chapter 2 verse 52 will tell you, and the child grew and he increased in wisdom in stature and with favor with God and man before the time of their showing. I'm telling you, if you're not manifesting, there are things that are hindering the manifestation. Not because God hasn't prepared things that you step into. But for you to enter, it is not just by coming and doing some speaking in tongues here and just shabba shabba and going out to, it won't work that way. Prayer is important. Don't get me wrong, sir. Ma and sirs. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that if that's all and it ends there, we're far from it. We're far from it. It says, if you live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if through the spirit you do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. Let's go on. And then verse 14 says, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. You want to talk about manifesting as sons of God and the implication? It is telling you, listen, if you are not somebody that is very spiritual, that's why if I take you back to John into Romans 8, the beginning where we read, can we go back? Romans chapter 1, you will begin to see some few things. I tell you, when you come into a place of sonship, you operate in the realm of the supernatural. Because spiritual things are a living reality. It is not hocus pocus. The more you see, the less you understand. Listen, Romans chapter 8, verses 1 and 2. Can we see what it says there? There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. I like to put it this way. You know, because sometimes when we use that word condemnation, people will be wondering, am I a condemned prisoner or anything? No. Well, you can interchange that word. There is therefore now no breakdown. There is therefore now no failure. There is therefore now no frustration. There is therefore now no limitation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Why? He says, who walk not after, but after. You will always find that this thing is a case of flesh and spirit. And you will see that to enter into sonship, 
you need to be in the spirit. And you need to contain the flesh. I'm telling you, children, they'll poo-poo, they'll mess, you'll be cleaning mess, you still love them. But how many of us want our children to continue like that all the days of their life? Am I speaking to someone? At that level, are they in a place for sonship? Sonship comes with clear things that attend to us. Am I making sense to someone? There are spiritual things that a little child can handle. It's not like a little baby. Even if you have a child, as a, as a father, you have money to buy a plane or a car for a little baby. Will you do that for that baby? Can that baby handle it? Can that baby do anything with it? No. Even if you buy it, you pack it. You know, it remains there until that child grows up. That child can never engage it. Even if that child says, that's my car. It's just a car for, for, for just for display, but not for use. Am I speaking to someone? There are things God has put in place, but you can't enter them as long as you remain where you are. For certain things to begin to happen, to begin to manifest, you don't, I said, like I said at the beginning, there are things you don't announce. There are things that when you enter into those levels and those places, they announce themselves. That's what we say manifest. Manifest is not arranging something or telling somebody, uh, uh, say, how do you see me? How, mm. Even people who don't know you, do you know when you manifest, somebody, you can be walking, somebody say, sir, are you a man of God? You ask them why? He say, no, there's something about you. Am I, am, I, am I speaking to someone? Have you, have you seen things like that? Had things like that? There's something that is manifesting. Because when something is there, you see, you can hide something only for some time, but light always brings things, even hidden, into the light. That's when we say those things are manifest. There are works of darkness that become manifest. And there are works of light that become manifest. Am I making sense to someone? And it's saying here, there's therefore now no condemnation of them which are in Christ, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Now go to verse 2. Very, very critical. Don't forget this. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus had made me free from the law of sin and death. Now, I want you to understand when we say there's therefore now no condemnation. I said you can change it with the world. There's therefore now no breakdown, no failure. It's because there are things that set these things in motion. The law of sin and death is what brings breakdown. It's what brings, you know, all the sickness, disease, all the problems we see. It is a consequence of sin. And there's a law of sin that operates that causes for breakdown and that's why a man who wants to experience breakthrough we call it supernatural breakthrough simply means something must impose itself upon the natural to make you move from a breakdown to a breakthrough am i speaking to you? you see there are things when you understand the operator's principles it's not hocus pocus it's not just doing some things, you know, that you don't understand. You, you, when you understand these things, that's why the white people, they take effort and time. And I enjoyed Sunday's preaching when we were talking about principles. Because when you understand principles and understand them well to know how to apply them, 
you will just be like as if you put something in autopilot. It will work itself out. Just doing what you know you should do. Am I making sense to someone? And even in the realm of the supernatural, some clear fundamental understanding changes the dynamics of things for you. In this scripture, you see two laws operate. One law that programs break down and another law that programs break through. It's a case of laws at work. All are laws. All have principles. All inform certain things. That's why I say flesh will lead you to die. Spirit will make you to live. Because the law of sin goes with death. But the law of spirit comes with life in Christ Jesus. And it says if any man is in Christ, there's therefore now no condemnation for anyone who is in Christ. I know sometimes people like to pick principles and run, but when you're in Christ, it works better for you. That's why if somebody doesn't know Jesus, you need to know Jesus because he's the author of the law of the spirit. He's the author. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. The one who has given us authority in his name. Because we are calling his name. We plead his blood. You know, we engage him. And we see him at work. Because he's the one who is the guarantor of the law. Every law you find, there must be somebody that backs it up. That sustains it. And gives life to it. Am I making sense to someone? So we see the spirit is involved. The spirit is involved. Now, two laws there, law of sin and death, law of the spirit. Do you know to engage the supernatural, you need to understand the laws of the spirit. As I was talking about some things here, I was smiling and laughing, you know. And I said, if I was to teach, I would just take all your share and break them down, further down. So that we can understand how to engage them. Because when you understand how to engage them, you will know what will make a law not to work. And you know what to do to ensure when you engage a law, it works. Am I speaking? And let me tell you something. You see, the, why the law of the spirit is, you know, supersedes the law of sin and death is because in life there are higher laws and there are lower laws. And spiritual laws are higher than natural laws. Am I speaking to someone? And even within the laws, even in natural laws, there are laws that are higher and there are laws that are lower. Am I making sense to someone? So when you are, even in the natural, for instance, let me give you an example. The law of gravity is a law. It's a universal law anywhere on the face of the earth. The law of gravity will tell you, look, what's happening? Why is, what's, why, why is it coming down? The, the, you know, the, the gravitational pull that is any object that you throw out in the air, by the law of gravity, it will pull it to the ground. Am I making sense? Now, if just this hanky that I just threw up in the air will come down, how come the plane we enter that we fly every day 
and we will go to all the different parts of the world, it will be suspended in the air, floating in the air, cruising in the air. How come gravity doesn't pull it down? Is the law of gravity not there? But the reason is because by the time they engage that, there's something called the law of trust. I don't understand. Which we, you know, and lift, thank God for my engineer, which suspends what? The law of gravity. It's not that gravity does not exist, but it is suspended. When you engage the law of the spirit, it's not that people don't break down. The thing that will make people break down will be suspended. Amen. Suspended. That's why some people can't understand. How did he get a breakthrough? It's not juju. And it's not hocus pocus. It's not just some razzmatazz and oh, no. There are, there is, that's why the Bible says, the entrance of your word giveth light and it added understanding to the simple. If only you can be simple. You see, that simple is important because spiritual laws are very simple. It is natural laws that are very, very technical. But spiritual laws, their word, very simple. And simple-minded people who engage spiritual laws, walking in the spirit, are able to rise above the natural limitations and the breakdown that the law of sin and death naturally imposes. But when you begin to understand these things, you change the dynamics of things. Tell somebody, I need to grow. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. You need to grow. And rounding up, another day we'll talk about these laws. Yeah? Another day we'll talk about the laws. We understand them, how to engage them and walk in them so that it will work for us. Because if you know a law but you don't know how to apply it, it could be a problem. Laws remain laws. Now, coming back, what's the challenge living here? This year, if you must manifest, you got to make up your mind that I'm going to grow. Jesus grew. John grew. <laughs> yeah. Jesus grew. And, and you and I, we all have to grow. Praise God. That's why maybe what we just stand up and pray is that God, I need to grow. Three areas you need to grow. You need to grow spiritually. Are you with me? That means this year, make it also in order to manifest that this will be a year of spiritual emphasis. You need to emphasize the spiritual. Am I speaking to someone? Because it's a higher law. And it takes simple-minded people to understand. And that it comes from the word of God. The word of God. What's God saying? And what are we supposed to do in any context or situation? You know, grow spiritually. Grow mentally. In the realm, in the realm of, you know, of the soul. You know? And then also grow physically. And in material dimensions. Not just only, most times people just set goals that uh, I want to make, build a house. I want to have a car. No. Start with your spiritual goals. Am I speaking to someone? Tell somebody, commit to your personal growth. You must not stay at the same level. Before the year is over, let it be clear. Let it be manifest that you have moved. Amen? Praise God. Let's, let's stand up. Let's pray. Let's stand up. You know, let's stand up. Praise God. <laughs> to leave you excited so you can pray.
Galatians chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. Let it be a constant reminder for you. Galatians chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Now I say that the hair, as long as he's a child, differed nothing from a servant, though he be Lord of all. But is under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the Father. Until the time appointed of the Father. You can't have things there that you can't enter into just because you are not prepared to grow up. Tell somebody this year, make it a duty and a responsibility that you must grow. Lift up your hands unto heaven. Repeat after me, Holy Spirit. You are the one who is the teacher, the comforter, the guide, the helper. This year, help me to know you. You are the power in me that is able to make me to do exceedingly, abundantly, far above what I'm able to think, imagine, and do. Holy Spirit, reveal yourself more and more to me. Help me that my life will be a living testimony and a witness and a manifestation of the change that God is bringing in this assembly. Holy Spirit, I need you. Go ahead and talk to the Holy Spirit. Speak to him for a moment. Makakalega brunashtakatalalekaba.